0: 48K
1: News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Sean Kennedy. Tonight's headlines. Health officials urge the public to get flu jabs and COVID shots, warning they could get seriously, seriously ill if they get both viruses at the same time. Four women are arrested for allegedly obtaining vaccination exemption certificates from doctors who hand, allegedly handed them out without consultations. And Cathay defends its basic salary offer of $9,100 a month for new cabin crew. Health officials have warned that some people might catch the flu and COVID at the same time as winter approaches. The Centre for Health Protection said people could develop more serious complications if they're infected with both viruses at the same time. Dr Albert O from the Centre urged the public to get vaccinated against both diseases. It comes as Hong Kong reported 4,369 new coronavirus infections, including 386 imported cases. Dr O said the number of local infections had levelled off recently, but the number of imported cases had risen.
2: There is scientific evidence showing that if uh, persons co infected with both COVID and influenza, there will be increased in the uh, risk of uh, death and also uh, hospitalization or requirement ventilation support.
1: Police say they've arrested four women for allegedly obtaining vaccination exemption certificates from doctors who are accused of handing out the documents without holding medical consultations. The suspects are aged between 25 and 48 and are said to be civil servants. Police say they've so far arrested 26 people who are suspected of buying vaccination exemptions without consultations. Chief Executive John Lee says he's received two land and housing-related reports from the Financial Secretary and the Deputy Financial Chief one day before he marks 100 days in office. Writing on social media, Mr Lee said he'll consider incorporating some of the report's recommendations into his policy address later this month. He added that he and his team have also established key performance indicators in more than 100 areas, such as housing, healthcare and talent strategy, to monitor the progress and effectiveness of his administration's work. Cathay Pacific says its basic salary offer of $9,100 a month for new cabin crew is competitive. The airline began a two-day recruitment exercise this morning as it looks to add 2,000 new flight attendants to the 6,000 already on its books. It says that so long as flight hours return to pre-COVID levels, monthly pay for cabin crew can reach $18,000 when combined with other subsidies. Cathay's in-flight service delivery general manager is Jeanette Mao.
0: Compared to previously, yes, it's different, but what I would say is this is competitive and this is what we benchmark with the market data and the job data and the remuneration package because we want to make sure we provide a competitive remuneration for our people so that we continue to attract the best talent.
1: One interviewee, Nicole Chan, said her current pay is similar to what Cathay is offering. She said she'd graduated during the pandemic and wants to give aviation a shot.
2: It's always been like our childhood dream to like um, become a flight attendant. So we just wanted to try it again because previously it was COVID. So there was a lot of layoff and airline industry wasn't that great. So now we finally get to try to become a flight attendant. So we just wanted to take this a chance and give it a try.
1: The president of the Travel Agent Owners Association says the government needs to encourage international carriers to return to Hong Kong. Freddie Yip welcomed the Tourism Board's plan to spend $100 million on a global advertising campaign to promote the SAR. But he said even locals were finding it difficult to get air tickets to fly home. He told RTHK that relaxing pandemic restrictions and helping airlines return were the top priorities. We need to
0: further relax this pandemic control measure to make it zero by zero first without any restriction for the tourists coming back to Hong Kong. Number two, with the cost of ANI sending back the fleet back to Hong Kong, need to have some subsidy or some concession, maybe reduce the landing fee, try to encourage and help the foreign carrier back to Hong Kong.
1: Turning overseas, there have been further Russian attacks on the city of Zaporizhia in southeastern Ukraine, where at least 12 people were killed by missile strikes yesterday. The region's governor said the latest attacks damaged the residential building and utility networks. A quick look at the weather for tonight and tomorrow. It will be mainly cloudy with showers and isolated thunderstorms at first and a minimum temperature of about 25 degrees. Sunny periods tomorrow with a high of about 31 degrees. In the outlook, it'll be cooler with winds strengthening from the north on Sunday night to Monday morning, and it'll be fine and very dry in the middle of the week. Currently, it's 28 degrees Celsius, 76% humidity. Please be advised the thunderstorm warning is in effect until midnight. You're tuned to RTHK. The time is five minutes past 11. The Urban Renewal Authority has announced two development projects, which are aimed at regenerating Tokwa Wan. The projects involve tearing down tenements and two industrial buildings, which will affect an estimated 1,500 households and businesses, including 100 ground-floor shops. A general manager for the URA, Calvin Chung, said acquiring industrial units had been tricky in the past, and the authority was exploring new ways of enticing owners to allow their properties to be developed.
2: We are facing some owners holding uh, many uh, interests they are not willing to sell the properties to URA. So we are now reviewing the acquisition policy to acquire such product, uh, uh, properties. And considering an alternative way to allow the owners to participate in development. If they are holding not less than a prescribed number of interest, uh, we are considering to allow them to uh, participate.
1: Former online radio host has been jailed for two years and eight months for sedition and money laundering. Wan Yu Sing, who's known as Giggs, earlier pleaded guilty to four charges. As Damon Pang reports, the district court heard he raised money for Hong Kongers who moved to Taiwan after the 2019 protests.
2: The court previously heard that the 54 year old former DJ admitted to one count of conspiracy to act with seditious intent and three counts of money laundering of over $10 million in crime proceeds. In sentencing, Judge Adriana Noel Chair said the media is influential to the public and online shows involved in the case were widely circulated during a period in which Hong Kong saw sustained serious violence and illegal activities. She said one committing seditious acts under such an atmosphere had clearly worsened the situation, increasing the risks of a breach of the peace and law and order. The judge ordered the defendants to hand in nearly $5 million of assets within the next six months. The court was told that one had incited people to resist or overthrow the Chinese Communist Party and had advocated Hong Kong independence while presenting an online radio program over a duration of nine months in 2020. One was originally charged with five counts each of sedition and monthly laundering, and two of the laundering charges were also to do with his former assistant, Alice Lee. As part of the plea deal, six charges, including those Miss Lee had faced, were kept in court file.
1: A woman has reported losing almost $17 million in a cryptocurrency scam after being tricked by a man she met through an investment advertisement online. Frank Jung has the details.
2: Police say the 56-year-old woman sought their help on Monday, claiming she had been tricked into buying $8.8 million worth of cryptocurrency through an online app. She told investigators she had become acquainted with the man after responding to an investment advertisement she had been sent via online messaging. Officers say the scammer later demanded another $8 million in collateral when the woman asked him to be given the cryptocurrency she thought she owned. But the woman told the police she had lost contact with him after transferring over her savings and a loan as a post-collateral.
1: The new director of broadcasting, Eddie Chung, has pledged to lead RTHK to play a better role as a public broadcaster and help it meet the challenges of evolving web technologies. Mr Cheung was appointed to become RTHK's chief in August. Speaking on his first day in the office this morning, he said he was looking forward to looking with his team and stressed that his role is not a one-man job.
2: We are actually living in a Web 3.0 world, and it is a decentralized world, so it is very important for me to discuss with my team how can we react to the challenges brought by this age of Web 3.0, so we need to be uh, more, you know, conscious of uh, working in a cross-media
0: environment.
1: Turning overseas, the Iranian authorities have published a forensic report on the death of Masa Amini, which concludes that she didn't die because of blows to the head, but from a long-standing medical condition. The death of the 22-year-old woman while in the custody of the Morality Police triggered weeks of protests across Iran, the BBC's Sebastian Usher reports.
2: Iranian officials have continually called for people to wait for the forensic report on Masa Amini's death before deciding that she was killed by the security forces. Now the report has been published. It claims her death was not caused by a blow to the head, but that her collapse while being detained by the Moranity police was due to an underlying medical condition that she contracted when she was eight. Masa Amini's family have previously denied any such illness, saying she was in good health when she was detained.
1: This year's Nobel Peace Prize has been jointly awarded to three human rights champions, the Belarusian activist Alex Bialyatsky, the banned Russian Rights Group Memorial and the Ukrainian Center for Civil Liberties. The announcement was made by the chairwoman of the Norwegian Nobel Committee, Berit Reis-Andersen.
0: The Peace Prize laureates represent civil society in their home
2: countries. They have for many years promoted the right to criticise power and protect the fundamental rights of citizens. They have made an outstanding
1: effort to document war crimes, human rights abuses and the abuse of power. The UN Human Rights Council has approved appointing a special rapporteur to monitor human rights in Russia, accusing Moscow of creating a climate of fear through repression and violence. It's the first time a permanent member of the UN Security Council will be monitored. The BBC's Imogen Folks reports from Geneva.
0: Russia ousted as a
2: voting member of the UN Human Rights Council last March tried to dismiss the decision as political, but that doesn't reduce its significance. Russian human rights groups, their friends, families, journalists and lawyers defending them have faced repression for years. It's got worse since Russia invaded Ukraine. A UN expert will give those groups an official channel to report what's happening. It will keep a UN spotlight on Russia's crackdown on its citizens.
1: President Biden says the risk of a nuclear Armageddon is at its highest level since the Cuban Missile Crisis of 1962. He said he understood that President Putin was not joking when he spoke of using tactical nuclear weapons. The BBC's Peter Bowes reports.
2: US officials have been warning for several months that Russia could resort to the use of weapons of mass destruction if it suffered setbacks on the battlefield in Ukraine. Mr Biden told fellow Democrats the use of tactical, nuclear, biological or chemical weapons could quickly spiral out of control into global destruction. Last week, the U.S. National Security Advisor, Jake Sullivan, said despite Mr Putin's saber-rattling, the U.S. had seen no signs that Russia was imminently preparing to use nuclear
1: weapons. The UN says global food prices have fallen for a sixth successive month after hitting a peak following the outbreak of the war in Ukraine. The Food and Agriculture Organization says falling vegetable oil prices are the biggest contributor to the decline. Dairy, meat and sugar prices are also down. Sport and the final four is set in the Hong Kong Snooker Masters. Neil Robertson of Australia, who beat Welshman Mark Williams five frames to three this afternoon, takes on world number one Ronnie O'Sullivan, who finished off Hong Kong's 3 times women's world champion Ng On Yee five frames to none this evening. In the other semis, Hong Kong's Marco Fu battles four-time world champion John Higgins. And for some of the big games to look forward to in the English Premier League, here's John Bennett from the BBC.
3: After an underwhelming start, Liverpool will be aiming to kickstart their season when they travel to Premier League leaders Arsenal. Liverpool are down in ninth place in the table, and they failed to win their last two league games. Klopp's side beat Rangers 2-0 in Europe in midweek, though, to boost confidence ahead of what looks like a huge test against in-form Arsenal. The North Londoners have won all but one of their Premier League matches so far this season. Elsewhere, after becoming the first player in Premier League history to score a hat-trick in three consecutive home games in the competition, Erling Haaland can make it four in a row when Southampton visit the Etihad Stadium. His incredible form is bad news for Southampton boss Ralph Harsenhutl, who is said to be under pressure after four defeats in his last five games. Talking of managers in danger of being sacked, Steve Cooper will be hoping to end Nottingham Forest's run of five defeats in a row when they host Aston Villa. Meanwhile, the first game for Wolves since sacking their manager Bruno Large is away to Chelsea, who thrashed AC Milan in the Champions League on Wednesday. And Italian coach Roberto De Zerbi has his first home game in charge of Brighton when Tottenham come to town six days after they were well beaten in the North London derby.
1: Table tennis and the Hong Kong men's team have lost in the quarterfinals of the World Team Table Tennis Championships in Chengdu. They were beaten 3-1 by South Korea. The women's team were also knocked out in the final eight yesterday by Germany. And a reminder of our top stories tonight. Health officials urge the public to get flu jabs and COVID shots, warning that they could get seriously ill if they contract both viruses at the same time. Four women are arrested for allegedly obtaining vaccination and exemption certificates from doctors accused of handing them out without consultations. And Cathay Defends its basic salary offer of $9,100 a month for new cabin crew as competitive. The news from RTHK.
0: RTHK, radio free Heavenly shades of night are falling it's twilight time, out of the mist your voice is calling, tis twilight time. When purple colored curtains mark the end of day, I'll hear you, my dear, at twilight time.
3: And of course, here in Hong Kong, we're just about at the end of our day, just 45 more
1: minutes to go, and then it's Saturday. Thanks for tuning in to Twilight Time Music From a bygone era Hopefully you'll just chill out And just relax If you'd like a song It's Radio Pete at Gmail And the first one for you tonight Is from none other than Satchmo Together At
0: last At twilight time Stars Shining Right above you Night Breezes sing To whisper I love you Birds singing In the sycamore Trees Dream a little dream Of me Yes Say nighty night And kiss me Just hold me tight And tell me you miss me while I'm alone And as can be Dream a little dream Of me Stars fading, But I linger on dear Still Craving you kiss I'm longing To linger till dawn dear Yes. Some rain Must fall But too much Is falling In mine Into each heart Some tears Must fall But someday The sun Will shine Some folks can lose